0: prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. I I have to tell you, (laughs) there are some days coming to this microphone that it is just overwhelming. I mean, it is just overwhelming what is happening today uh, in the United States of America. And we've got a full show lined up for you in the first half, We've got news and commentary as usual. And then our good friend who hasn't been with us uh, for a few months, L.A. Marzuli is back. The last time we had him with us, it was not long after he had lost his home in the fires there in malibu california so we'll be catching up with him i know he has some new projects out of course there's a lot of news about the whole business of ufos and disclosure and all these strange objects that are being seen including the navy now admitting that they are tracking these ufos so what do ufos have to do with us as christians and bible prophecy all of that tonight at the bottom of the hour Next week, our guest is a student loan justice founder, Alan Collins, here to talk about student loans. And this just gets into every aspect of it, including that literally, and he shares this every time he's here, that it is a rigged system. And in many ways, it is designed for you to fail. If you're somebody that takes a student loan out, believe it or not, the system is rigged For you to be able to not be able to ever pay that money back. And there's so many things now happening with loan forgiveness that is not uh, coming through as promised. So a lot of new issues and old issues to discuss with our friend Alan Collins of student loan justice. He will be here next week in our guest segment. Tonight we are again commercial-free, although we do have a quick announcement at the top of every show just to sort of let you know how we're able to be commercial-free. This week's sponsor that's sponsoring the show so we don't have to have any commercials is freesurvivalgifts.com. freesurvivalgifts.com. Now, this is really cool. If you go to that site, There are 17, I believe 18, 17 or 18 free survival gadgets that you can grab. I think a couple of the items are are free books and DVDs and things like that. Now, everybody asks, why is this stuff free? A lot of it is promotional. They're trying to give you something for free so that maybe you'll consider buying other things from them. And in a lot of cases, um, all you've got to do is just pick up your shipping. And the item itself, of course, is free, uh, and you don't have to purchase any of the additional add-ons or anything else. And uh, check it out. It's, it's really neat. If you're somebody that likes survival gear and gadgets, everything is free. You just pay your own shipping. Check out what they have tonight over at freesurvivalgifts.com. Tonight's sponsor, freesurvivalgifts.com. All right, I wanted to start tonight by something I posted on my Facebook that has absolutely exploded and gone viral, which is simply I just posted the following statement on my Facebook advice to liberals, accept reality. You only have five and a half years more of Trump. (laughs) And I originally posted that kind of to be a little bit funny, but it's looking like more and more the case and you know as as bad as it was election night uh when Trump was elected the crying and the weeping and the wailing and the gnashing of teeth i cannot even imagine what is going to happen if Trump is reelected this next time around i have i have to be honest with you i am 54 years old and I was born, I was still young, but I'm aware of what was going on uh, in the 60s and the violence and the polarization and the riots and all of that. And honestly, in my lifetime, I'm not sure that I have ever lived at a time where there has been so much hate and so much vitriol. It It is beyond understanding And I get it that there are differences, that you have two political parties and they have different viewpoints on things, but there appears to be zero interest, zero, in getting uh, the business of the people done in any kind of compromising. And there's a lot of things where there's common ground, you know, maybe uh, some better background checks uh, when people get guns. I mean, that's something that seems like everybody agrees on that. There are... Issues with, uh, you know, infrastructure, maybe we can do some things to improve our roads, our airports, our public transportation. It seems like there's a lot that that there could be agreement on, a lot that could be done. But the Democrats seem to be so intent on bringing down this president. I've really never seen anything like this before. I've really never seen anything like it. Another thing I posted on Facebook, which has gotten a lot of reaction, is Pretty much, I, I, I forget the exact words, but when virtually everyone in Washington, D.C. hates Trump, then you, you, you realize why most of us that voted for him did vote for him. That's what we wanted. We, we did not want another guy to go up there and just sort of blend in with the status quo. We wanted someone that was going to be different. That was going to have some fresh ideas that wasn't going to be beholden to the deep state or to uh, corporate, uh, either the, the, the corporate uh, donors, the lobbyists. And man, has Trump made enemies on both sides of, of the aisle? And I think you should wear that as a badge of honor. I really do. I, I know a lot of people look at it and they they fault him. Uh, for being a little bit too rough on Twitter, and maybe uh, he's not. My wife and I were talking about this the other day. We said, um, you know, Trump is is definitely not charming, but he is sincere. <laughs> I mean, you know what the guy thinks, he, and he's not, and I would rather that. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather someone that is just brutally honest with you than someone with a pleasant smile on their face that is lying to you, telling you what you want to hear? I mean, this is so refreshing, but yet they're, they're, just gonna, they're not going to stop on this guy. I mean, this is just this is nonstop. And Rush Limbaugh said something this week that has really, it's just stuck with me all week. Rush Limbaugh said that the cold civil war has just begun. That is, he went on to clarify, there's no shooting. There's no bloodshed. But it is a civil war that we as a country are now in the midst of a civil war. And that just gave me chills, really, to think about that, because I thought, wow, you know, you read about the civil war, uh, you study history, y- you realize what that meant. You know, families split apart. You had you had cases where one brother would be fighting for the north, one would be fighting for the south. Uh, you had horrible acts like the assassination of Abraham Lincoln and, and and on and on and on. And you think to yourself, man, did we go from getting away from England uh, and being ruled by a king to come to the United States and have our freedom to then have that kind of a, a situation where, where we were literally murdering ourselves in a war. Yes, we did. It's the Civil War. Look it up. Uh, and, and you'd think that we have grown to the point that that could never happen again. But yet it does seem to be happening right now. And it's not a a war with bullets and all of that, but it is nonetheless uh, a, a civil war. I I have to agree with Rush Limbaugh a hundred percent on his view on that, and it is disturbing. It really is disturbing. And when you saw what uh, Adam Schiff did this week, the uh, head of the uh, intelligence committee, he. No doubt. I, I hate to keep using the word literally, but but he actually made up his own version of the phone call that President Trump had with the president of Ukraine. He he made up a completely different phone call and he shared this in the committee hearing and then later said it was a parody. Uh, I mean, first of all, I've never heard of anyone using or sharing a parody uh, <laughs> in a Senate or in a uh, congressional hearing that was of such importance. I mean, we're considering uh, indicting or uh, impeaching our president and someone brings a a, a made up story to share about the facts, their own version of the story. And when you look at the fact that Nancy Pelosi decided that they were going to go forward with the impeachment inquiry. Now, remember, this happened the day before any of the information was released. So the transcript of the phone call, all of that, none of that was out yet when she made that decision. So this is a foregone conclusion. This is show me the man and I'll show you the crime. They are absolutely dead set on finding a reason. And I, I was thinking about this this afternoon. We have an election coming up in just over a year from now. So even if they do this, I'm just trying to figure out where does this go? So if they do a an impeachment trial, and this actually does go through that whole process— that's going to take months. So are we going to are we going to actually be looking at an impeachment vote for like a month or two before the actual election? I mean is that going to be the case? Or does it make just more sense that this gets settled uh, settled at the ballot box next November that that's how this gets settled. That we simply go out as U.S. citizens, and we cast our votes. Uh, but I, I don't think they want to let that happen. I, I, I don't think they're up for that. And I did research something this week, which I think is fascinating. And if I'm wrong on this, somebody email me tonight and let me know if I am wrong on this. But as far as I was able to research this week, a president can actually be impeached and convicted and removed from office. And then elected again, can you imagine what would happen if Trump was impeached and then against all odds was even convicted by the Senate, which takes two thirds of the Senate, which is controlled presently by Republicans? So it's not possible, really. But let's say that that happened, that we could all go back and vote for him again uh, next November. Everything that is happening here, and I don't want to be too prophetic. I will leave that to prophecy experts. But I have seen this happen over and over and over again during the presidency of Donald Trump, where people plot against him, and that plot boomerangs back, and it is to his advantage what they did. And I really think that the Democrats, the liberals, are playing into another scenario just like that. All of the political experts are saying that the more they beat the drum of impeachment, that the more that they are pursuing Trump over these clearly frivolous claims, that the more it is bolstering Trump's base – And also, it is turning off a lot of people that might otherwise be open to voting for a Democrat, Uh, the so-called moderates, the people in the middle of the road that might just be so turned off by that that they decide to just vote for Trump just to spite uh, the actions of the Democrats. And this very well looks like what could be happening. So on the one hand, as much as this sickens me to see this, I I hold out hope that maybe somehow God isn't in this. God isn't taking these weapons that they're forming against Trump and turning around and using them against uh, the Democrats and the liberals. It it is just, uh, it is really sickening, though, to watch this happening and to watch the rise of hate in America. I mean, there was a time when, People could disagree that, that you could be a Democrat and I could be a Republican, you could be a liberal and I could be a conservative and, and we could disagree on things like tax rates and, and we could disagree uh, on gun rights. We could disagree on things like the minimum wage and the national debt and how much uh, the government should be putting out for welfare and what our immigration policies are. We could have these discussions and we could meet somewhere in the middle, but no longer. It, it is It is now a climate of hate. And I know it's going to sound somewhat uh, skewed because, you know, I'm a conservative, you know, I'm a supporter of Trump. But I I really think the hate is is, it's not just on both sides. Uh, You know, I I could say that, I guess, to be magnanimous, but that's just not the case. The hate is coming from the left. And if you uh, disagree with them on anything, you are considered to be a hater, a racist and on and on and on. And I I don't know where this all ends. I I really don't. It it is it is a, a, a sad shocking thing to see and when you consider all of the other things going on in the world and have we all forgotten that it's only been a few days have have passed since uh we we had this attack in Saudi Arabia by Iran that the president has now moved not only military equipment but our troops to the middle east that we've moved battleships to the Middle East, that the president could be making big decisions about war and peace uh, at any moment. We could be in a hot war in the Middle East. And on top of that, he's got to deal with these distractions. And now the Democrats are saying they want to see more phone calls. So here's basically what happened. They wanted to see this phone call between Trump and the president of Ukraine. We demand to see it. So they were given the transcript of the phone call. And then we find out that what they claimed was in there, a quid pro quo, a threat by the president that we're going to withhold money if you don't prosecute the Bidens. Nothing like that was in there. So now that that, we find that out to be the case, just like what happened with the Mueller investigation, they want to go further. So now they're asking for uh, copies of transcripts with other world leaders so that, well, we didn't find anything here. Now they're not going to admit that, but I mean, this is really truthfully what's happening. We didn't find anything in this transcript of this phone call. So we now want to review all of the president's phone calls. And if we review enough of them, I'm sure we'll find something. And then if we don't, like Adam Schiff did this week, we'll just make something up. We'll just make something up. And the president said today, and people were shocked by this on both sides, and it was a little bit of an edgy statement. But when you think about it, is it really that outrageous? The president said today that he wants Representative Adam Schiff questioned at the highest level for fraud and treason. Now, this is the guy who he's been out. He's been lying now for over two years. Uh, He he came out. He's come out uh, dozens of times in front of the the microphones and said he's seen the uh, he's seen the evidence, the Russian collusion. There is Russian collusion. He's seen the proof of it, but he can't he can't tell us about it yet because it's it's still under investigation and it's still secret. So largely on his word. That That existed. that is what whipped the media up into a fervor the last couple of years because no one could believe that that a, a congressman would come out and would say, "I've seen the evidence. you're going to see it soon. It's there. It's absolutely there the the Russian collusion uh no one could believe he would do that, but he did he He absolutely lied repeatedly, and then we saw him this week just make up out of whole cloth his own story. And when he was confronted about it, he said it was a parody. And I'm not quick to say this because I take mental illness very seriously. I think it's a serious problem in this country and I don't want to make light of that, but I, I, I seriously wonder if this Adam Schiff is not mentally unstable. When you look at what he did this week, making up his own story, Some people have fun with it. They call it Trump derangement syndrome, and it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. it's, It's funny, but is it possible that some of these people simply hate the president so much that they are psychologically off the deep end that they just cannot even process information in a normal manner? And when you see someone like Adam Schiff make this whole story up this whole version of what was in that phone call that wasn't in that phone call. And then he's asked about it and he says, well, that was just a parody. I don't think anyone has ever done that uh, in a hearing to, to share a parody. I mean, it's not Saturday night live. I mean, this is a hearing about possibly removing a duly elected president of the United States. And and he's going to come with his fake story to share. Uh, I'm not kidding. I think some of these people have been given over to a delusion. And I was thinking about this uh, the last few days I've been praying about, you know, what is going on in this country? And it, it really hit my spirit that this is not, this is not a battle about liberal versus Democrat, uh, liberal versus conservative, Republican versus Democrat. This is really a spiritual war that's going on. I have no doubt that this is a spiritual battle that we are seeing uh, that is unfolding as we enter into these end days. And uh, these people are just spiritually blind, and they've been given over to this delusion that they can't even – process, uh, reason. When you look at that phone call between Trump and the president of Ukraine, there's nothing there. But yet they will come out and say there is. And it's uh, the term they use is gaslighting, where you just make something up and then you act outraged that no one else gets it until people start agreeing with you. Well, you know, I guess there was a quid pro quo in that phone call. I guess there was a threat that there would be no aid unless the Bidens were prosecuted. Not that it was in there, but because this guy is so adamant that it's in there, I'm just going to go along with that because it, I'm convinced by his excitement about it, by his um, conviction that it's the case, I'm going to go along with that. That I That's largely what's happening and it's scary it's scary that someone can just make something up and get in front of the the media and and millions of people will go along with that when you can see factually that that is not what happened. All right, a couple of other quick things to get into before we get to our guest segment. The FBI and the United States Army both issued an ominous warning about this upcoming Joker movie. Now, I've seen the previews for it, and I'll tell you, I love the Batman movies, but this is, Batman is not even going to be in this movie. It's just going to be about this, they've taken this idea of the Joker, Do you remember Cesar Romero, the original Joker? They've taken this to such a dark level, uh, and, and there's going to be this Joker movie, and so the FBI and the U.S. Army are now warning, they're warning troops, they're warning the public to not go to this movie because it's likely, because of the, how it's glamorizing uh, violence, and I believe a mass shooting even happens in the movie, that there could be a mass shooting in a movie theater. And I find it ironic that the same Hollywood elite, that are the first ones to want to take away our guns. And they're the first ones that claim to have the answer to violence in this country, that, that they put out a movie that is not just violent in and of itself, but is created with the possibility of actually inciting violence to the point that the FBI and the U.S. Army, they're warning the troops in these different uh, military towns, don't go to the movie theater. Because there's a, a high probability that somebody's going to use this movie, the venue of that movie, a, as a place for a mass shooting. That is just scary. I, I don't plan to see the movie anyway. I don't go to many movies. I went to a couple of movies last weekend, as I shared with you, but I haven't been going to movies. Watch movies at home. But this Joker movie, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the whole idea of the Joker and Batman. But what is a, a Batman movie if it's just got the bad guy and there's no good guy? I don't even know how that would be any fun to watch. And then we'll close it out with this. Casey Anthony, do you remember the name? Casey Anthony, the Florida woman who was accused and then acquitted, although the evidence was was overwhelming. I just nobody could understand the verdict, but she was acquitted of she was acquitted of killing her two year old daughter Kaylee In 2011. Now, there's a a, a new report that came out today, a a news channel here in Florida is reporting that she's now going to the media and talking about that she's possibly going to have children, uh, more children. And so this has got a lot of people outraged online. Look, uh, Casey Anthony, if you're going to have more children, uh, I mean, with your track record of, of children, of taking care of children, not sure that that's a good plan, but there's something else going on here, right? If you're Casey Anthony and you're going to go to the media to announce that you're thinking about having children, what's going on there, right? I mean, that would be like OJ uh, going to the media and saying that uh, he wants to uh, marry another young blonde that looks like his 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 now deceased ex-wife. I mean, if you're going to do that, K- Casey, if you're going to do that— Go have your kids uh, if you're going to do that. I, I, I don't think you deserve to have kids uh, based on all the facts that I've seen. Um, but uh, the media has gone uh, so far as to you know do a big report about this. And, and we posted this on social media and everybody's going nuts about it, uh, commenting uh, about this. And you just wonder, you know, maybe this is just somebody that uh, hasn't been in the uh, news for a while. <laughs> and she if I were Casey Anthony. The last thing I would ever do would be to go uh, to any reporter but anything. I mean, change your name, don't have any kids, live a quiet life somewhere, get yourself a tiny apartment, uh, work at a 7-Eleven, you know, just just live out your life in obscurity. That's probably the best thing you could do after everything that has happened. All right, that was a lot. (laughs) That was a lot, but we're going to have some fun when our good friend L.A. Marzulli joins us here momentarily here's how it works. We fire up the open and we start up our guest segment and we will be back in exactly one minute. Don't go anywhere.